Good morning, y'all. Do a little bit of setup, a little bit of mic figuring out here. <laughs> well, my name is John Crawford. I am a uh, part of our staff here at the table, as well as a member of the preaching team. And I get to proclaim some good news on Trinity Sunday, which is super easy to do. <laughs> so with that, let's jump in. Speaking of the Trinity, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, when it's time to talk about the Trinity, I don't know about your experience, but growing up or in getting my degree in Jesus, doing different things, when you talk about the Trinity, it's time to get really serious, right? No fun allowed. Put on your heavy thinking caps. Let's make sure that we get a good brainy understanding of the Trinity, and with that right thinking, maybe we'll finally go out and get it right. So, I do have some very serious good news for us this morning, but it is only serious in the way that I am very serious about the topic that it includes, and that is dancing. So let's proclaim some good news this morning. Beloved, the triune God is pouring out their love and sweeping you into an eternal dance. Let go of having all the right moves or ways of being and open yourself to whatever jig you may find yourself doing. Now, I don't want to overbash right thinking, right? There is doctrine of the Trinity that we have received, and it's helpful. It's helpful to be able to talk about God without committing heresy or idolatry, which are the kind of things that we typically try to avoid on a nice Sunday in June, right? Yet, many of us have received the Trinity and talking about the Trinity as a sort of theology test which is the kind of thing that we try to avoid here as much as possible, right? So, the Trinity is a doctrine. It's a way of speaking about God and the way that God is that we are being drawn into. It's not necessarily fully a thing to understand, but a way to walk, or a way to talk rightly about God and join into the way that God is. So, to help not commit this heresy, I'll share a few sentences of doctrine up front here, and then we'll talk about this way of God that we see in our passage today. These sentences, these first few, come straight from Father Ben last year, so if they are heresy, he's, he said it first. So here it is. Here's the doctrine. You ready? There is one God who has been revealed as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but we don't really know how it works or what we mean when we say that. And that's the doctrine. You got it, right? So the doctrine of the Trinity comes out of the church theologically reflecting on the experience that has been had by the people of God throughout time. And then we arrive at this doctrine, understanding how have we experienced God? What's happening when we experience God? Again, I don't want to be dismissive because there's plenty of conversations and reading to do about the Trinity. I promise you. You could read forever. <laughs> but I want to join in with what the church has been doing and talk about one of the ways the church has talked about God in the Trinity, how this operates, and how that invites us into the life of the Trinity. And I promise the dancing part is coming soon. Can we turn me down just a little bit? I'm echoing in my ear. Maybe just me. You guys are probably fine or the cricket air conditioning noise. All right, so I want to say a word. I'm going to say it wrong. Please don't judge me, Isaiah. The word is 
perichoresis. It's this idea, the way that the church has talked about the Trinity and what's happening here. I'm going to use my hands to help describe this image. I'm sorry to the future podcast people that might be listening to this because you need to kind of see it to get the gist of it. So what's happening is it's this combination of words that ends up describing, uh, some people say rotation, but it's around while also like making space for and moving around. It's moving in. Are you, it makes sense, right? Totally. So this is why a lot of the images for the Trinity, you get the Celtic knot, right? This winding, or you see these circles with these figures that are kind of becoming a part of one another. They're doing this movement. This is perichoesis. It's this image of the Trinity that a friend of mine helped uh, during his doctorate as he was researching mission in the church and how we participate in the life of God and Trinity. What he talks about is this idea within perichoesis of this way of being, this way of moving in and out is who God has always been before creation, now, the God who was and is and is to come, right? This is always who God has been participating in this perichoesis. I'm just going to keep going with it, saying it which is ultimately love, the giving and the receiving of love. This is who God is. It's this movement, this happening, right, of giving and receiving love. and always has been before creation, is now, and always will be. And what does that love do? What does this kind of love do? It overflows. And then you have the creation of humans. You have creation, all this love overflows. There's so much giving and receiving of love, that it continues to overflow. And we get made into this image, this image of giving and receiving of love to invited to participate into this overflow of the nature of who God is in Holy Trinity, this giving and receiving of love. And as you're watching me kind of dance to explain it, right? As people have talked about it, they've begun to talk about it as the dance of God and the dance that we're invited into, the dance of the Holy Trinity, giving and receiving of love for all time, at the very core and nature of who God is, is this dance of giving and receiving of love. Friends, do you sense this big dance in this movement? Here's the good news. Beloved, the triune God is pouring out their love and sweeping you into this eternal dance. Let go of having all the right moves or ways of being and open yourself to whatever jig you may find yourself doing. Now, as I say this good news, I see it in some of your eyes, you're not dancers. <laughs> and to that I say, yet. You're not dancers yet. No, I get it. For some of you, the idea of dancing, no good, right? And I find for most people with dancing, or even if you'll allow me to expand this out a little bit to like a wedding reception, right? If you can imagine a wedding reception with me. There are parts of the dancing and the wedding receptions that get into these moments of like, I don't know what to do with my hands, right? What do we do here? It's awkward. There's lots of people. What if I say something wrong? What if I forget Aunt's What's-Her-Face's name anyways? What do I do? Yet as I reflected more on this image, I reflected on the way of the triune God existing and giving and receiving of love, inviting us into that dance. I realized that not all of a wedding reception is dancing. And neither is life, unfortunately. As I reflected on this idea, I thought about the larger picture of the wedding reception that I was at a few weeks ago when my brother-in-law was getting married. It is a sweeping move of a celebration when you're in the room of a wedding reception, right? It's a sweeping movement of love that involved everyone, no matter where they were. Yes, it included my brother-in-law, 
Craig and I, dancing to one of our favorite songs, shouting, locking eyes, moving around each other in celebration. And I won't tell you what song, because it's probably not appropriate. I also, it also swept in conversations that I had with a family friend as they lamented a really hard season with the music in the background that was probably also still inappropriate to play and talk about here. But in the moment, it doesn't ignore or belittle the lament. We're present to it, but we're still a part of the larger sweeping of the event that's happening. It swept up my brother sitting on the porch swing with Emmy, our youngest daughter, a long-distance uncle and niece actually getting some time together. It swept up the family friend whose MS continues to worsen, but they're together sitting around a table laughing with friends united across the country during this event. It swept up the mourning of a close friend of the groom not being able to attend due to COVID. The atmosphere, the movement is one of joy and dancing and love. The movement of love amongst these people all here together it involved all of it. No part of it belonged more than another, and all of it was included. All of it, dance moves in this eternal dance of a giving and receiving of love that the Trinity invites us into. So, for me personally then, this is like a great image, a great analogy, right? And dancing at weddings, I have very little inhibition. I love this analogy. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's go dance the whole night away. But then in real life, like, you know, existing in healthy relationships where I don't feel like in order to earn my belonging, I have to do something for you. I have all the inhibitions, all of them. I struggle with this. Existing, sorry, it is my constant go-to to want to belong by doing or serving, believing truly that if I don't have something to offer, then what is my place here? That dance move is harder for me. I see the dancing of giving and receiving love over there, so I stand here trying to memorize the moves so that I can pretend that I get it. I begin to, as is our temptation, to try and control it and make it happen for myself, which I think is the normal way that we often interpret passages like we have today in scriptures. As Proverbs talks about wisdom, or Romans talks about suffering, we begin to try and figure out the right way to do them. Maybe if I learn the complicated TikTok dance of suffering or wisdom, then I'll get it. I'll be able to suffer the right way or have the right wisdom, right? Something to figure out, it's a puzzle, to mentally assent to like we've talked about. If we have the right thinking, the right belief, the right understanding, and when that comes, all of this being swept up, it'll just work for us. Has this been your experience? Have you guys experienced this, right? Friends, this is our Western temptation to take what is God pouring love into our hearts, inviting us as the people of God into this beautiful, constant giving and receiving of love and reducing it down to proper understanding? This is the danger of the Trinity. Let's get this thing figured out instead of receiving that which is already happening and being swept into the eternal dance. We can't control it and we can't figure it out. We simply choose to open our hearts and selves to receive the love of the Spirit being poured into our hearts, as it says in the Roman passage is happening, right? Join in with whatever funky jig of a dance or move ends up coming out. Friends, the triune God is pouring out their love and sweeping you into an eternal dance. Let go of having all the right moves or ways of being and open yourself to whatever jig you may find yourself doing. So what does this look like? I think
think one of the first steps it looks like is owning our kairoses, which for those who may not be familiar with that language, it's the way that we notice, we claim and notice like, hey, I, this is what's going on. I want to name the truth about what's happening, name the truth to God, own my kairos. This is often the hardest for me to do, especially in my belonging kairos. It's hard to look another adult in the face and say, I want to do this thing for you so you'll like me. Like I'm a middle schooler, right? Like this is hard. It's hard to own our kairoses. And I've had to own that kairos a couple times over the last few weeks, even in our community. But owning that has helped me in this amazing ways. I'm now a little less worried about what my hands are doing in the dance that I'm participating in here. And instead, I get to just have the conversation around my kairos. I sense the invitation to not miss out on the actual dancing, trying to memorize a form that isn't even my jig to begin with. I'm a little worried about the form of it still, but I think that that's just part of it. Friends, in what areas do you feel lost on how to join in the dance? Maybe it's for how to participate in community without strings attached. Maybe for you it's how to have a relationship with someone. Maybe it's what to do with all of life. Maybe it's what do I do with sorrow and lament and these things. How does this get swept up? What does that look like? Right? Where are you missing out on the actual dancing, trying to figure it out on your own? Because it all does get swept up. I'm realizing I missed a part of my notes, so let me circle back for a second. And as I say the sorrow and the lament piece, right, like it, it doesn't get rid of it. Being swept up in this dance does not get rid of these things. It just keeps us from having our hands tied to our side, trying to figure out the right way to do this, to figure it all out, and to become swept up with the body of Christ into these things, into this movement of love and giving and receiving love, right? So today, or going forward, we can also liturgically respond to this by, one, praying and receiving prayer. As a community together, what we do is we take these fears, we take these wonderings of how to do it right, and we receive prayer from the prayer team or just someone after service. We pray for these things, and we pray that we can be swept into the dance together. And if you come and join our prayer minister over here for prayer, it's Josie, and a lot of times I see when she prays, and when she prays for me, she holds out her hands, right? Which is like natural dancing position. It's this invitation. Come join the dance. Come pray. Let go of what you're worried about. Let go of having to have the right moves, and let's join and be swept into the dance and take this to God together. Another way is we mark ourselves. We mark ourselves with the sign of Christ. And, I mean, come on. You saw this coming, right? It's like a liturgical built-in dance move. We're just like already doing a thing, right? We mark ourselves with the sign of the cross, feeling in a tangible way the reality that we belong to and with the triune God who only knows how to live in the dance of giving and receiving love. It's in the very nature of who God is, and we mark ourselves there. We are swept up into that movement, and this little dance can be the smallest little toe on the dance floor, or it can be the biggest statement, just ready to go. <laughs> Embodying the good news, church, that the triune God is pouring out their love and sweeping you into an eternal dance. Let go of having all the right moves or ways of being and open yourself to whatever jig you may find yourself doing. In the name of the Father and the Son 
and the Holy Spirit. Amen.